Where's you? Where's now that? where are you going? <laughs> Jeez. I'm not going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere? I ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere, people. That's good, Joe. Oh, by the way, before I forget. Yes? It's 8.50 a.m. Saturday, October the 24th, 2020. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. It was funny. This morning I was thinking... Man, it sure got cold fast, but then I realized it's almost November. Yeah. It's it does not work. I mean time is time is slipping away like, you know, sands through the hourglass. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, yeah. you know when you're when you're on the beach and you're standing when the the tide is starting to go out and you can feel the sand yes. just moving yes. underneath your feet. Yeah. That's the way I feel like time is going right now. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's doing other kinds of tricks. It's a lot more, you know, Roadrunner-like or something. It's here, then it's there. Well, all I know is that it just feels like time is in a really weird modality right now. (laughs) It is. It does. It has. It has felt that way for some months now. I'm sure we are not alone in this observation, Diane. I know we're not, but I'm just saying that I couldn't believe that it's almost November. Yeah, and right. I can't believe, you know, that it's almost my birthday and stuff right. like that. Yeah, that also believe. means that the time... Um, yeah, we're going back to standard time. We'll go back to standard That's time November soon. November 1st. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. I think I may have said before that I always thought when I was a kid that it was a gift that I got for my birthday from God. <laughs> so going back to standard time? Yeah, because it felt like you got to sleep in. Oh, I see. <laughs> It's just a trick, you yeah. know. Of, it's the fallback thing. Yeah, right. but he felt felt like you would be sleeping in an extra hour, even though you really weren't. Luxurious. <clears throat> Luxurious. Luxurious. Yeah. Hey, Diane. Yes. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. <laughs> Has it? Of course, nothing's happened to me. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Uh, personal. Mm. Nothing has happened. There have been no events. Ah, happening. Just uh, kind of a bland, kind of monotone. You know, that's been my week. <laughs> but you, you, you lead an exciting life. You're, you're still engaged with the outside world. You've got, <laughs> you know, you've got teams and compadres. <laughs> so, you know, what's going on? I do have teams and compadres. I know you do. And it it is Compadre. a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is a nice thing to be in contact with my teams during this time. Yeah. But I am actually on a small vacation right now. Ooh. And why is this, Diane? Well, it's partially because we always would take vacations in October in, in history. Yes. And we also would take a, a vacation in the spring. And as everybody knows, we'd go out to La Push. But, man, yeah, it was not that way this year. The spring was absolutely crowded with work because of the things that we had to do in our team. And so I haven't had a vacation, and I was feeling it. 
this month. In fact, by the time that this time rolled around, I thought, yeah, I need this right now. Because just the pure mental stimulation of having to do so much every day has been pretty tough. And uh, we have two new team members who are fantastic, and I'm so excited about them being on the team. But it involves training them, and uh, and our jobs are very complex. So, mm-hmm. so it's been kind of a a, a long term mental stimulation. Is just what yeah, I want. Because you're to in say. a position where you're having to make up new ways of doing things while you're doing them. Right. Yeah. Well, we have, but, at least we yeah. have our little Murph. Yeah, I was going to say, that along Murph. the lines of not going to La Push. Yeah, we've got, every time I look over at it, it looks more like La Push to me. Oh, it looks, to me, like, it almost looks photographic from I know, here. I know, My friend Kelly Murphy, our friend Kelly Murphy, sorry, and his wife Mary dropped by the other night uh, on their way to pick up a pizza. And i got to tell you, the pizza just got into my head, you know, it just got into my head. I haven't been able to shake it ever since they mentioned that they were going to pick up a pizza. I was like, pizza! Pizza! But that's not why I'm telling the story. They brought over a birthday present for me and for Diane. Kelly reminded me that I had given him a birthday present last February, but he hadn't had anything for me, and he was all up in arms about it, and then we both forgot about it, so I had, had no recollection or any sense that I was owed... A birthday present. But I had told him that I wanted one of his little Murphs. Kelly does these amazing hand-drawn colored sketches uh, on tiny pieces of paper. Like, usually the size of a post-it note, an original size post-it note, which is what? Like, two by two or something like that? This one's a little more. This is probably two and a half by four and a half or something like that. But it's amazing how much detail he works into it. He's got our Labradorite hearts in there. It's the the terrace, the the porch of the place we stay, is depicted. You got this the concrete floor. You got the little bench. You got the little pilings that they put around them for that are kind of semi decorative, and also a place to put stuff. He's got our Labradorite hearts on one of the pilings, and he's got a crow sitting on the other piling. And, and we're in the picture. And we're too. down on the beach. Yeah, we're walking. We're looking out at the water. There's seagulls flying and stuff, the moon and the sun, and uh, the rocks and the ocean and uh, the beach with the logs and the stuff, and it's, uh, it's incredible. The thing that really impresses me is the sky. Oh, yeah? Well, especially into, when you see it from here. Oh, yeah. You're into that whole sky thing. Well, especially at La Push, I'm into the sky yeah. thing, but There's the way that he there. drew it. They put a lot of it over the, on that side. I don't know why. Right. That's why they have so much more of it over there. Nebraska, it's like they got all the sky. I don't get that. But the way that, that this is uh, illustrated, mm-hmm. it shows that it's like, to me, like the, the wispy clouds that are just starting to come in and give that the sky this iridescence there's just if you've something got a sunship, so but if you've got a sunset shining into those yeah. kind of clouds it's it's quite incredible but when it came into our lives i said oh my gosh we've got to have it be in our living space that yeah. we're in all the time all the objects in our house must find their place and this one found its place so that we can see it at all times in our living room I always loved the little Murphs that 
that Kelly has done every time that he's posted it on Facebook I've just enjoyed them so much but yeah. this this is my favorite not only because it's personal uh, to us but just because it's gorgeous yeah anyway does. he says that he does these with colored pencils right. watercolor pencils is right. what he said the guy's got the guy's got chops the thing I really love too is I love that he has a border around everything that has little, like he has little life preservers. And little beach balls. And these and, beach balls yeah. and stuff. Yeah, as the frame, as the drawn on frame. I love that. Picture. Anyway. He is an artisan of the first water. Well, one of the things that I've always thought about my personal loves in life is... <clears throat> I just love people's creativity. Mm -hmm. I just celebrate it every single day. And anything that people share with us, their creativity, brings me joy of a huge magnitude. Yeah. So for this this uh, little birthday gift to us both was about the best thing ever in my mind. Yep, it's groovy. It's groovy. So let's see. We got uh, we got big 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 doings coming up on Tuesday. Uh, we should probably mention that we're uh, doing a a duet concert. A duet concert with myself and Cat, and we'll be trading songs back and forth. It should be tons of fun. And this one is not going to be limited by time, right? Right. You're just going to play until you don't feel like playing anymore. Well, I don't know. We might decide on it. On a, an arbitrary well a, a back end you know yeah. say you know I, we don't want to go past 10 30 yeah. that would be three and a half hours so yeah that's part of the reason why i took a vacation off during this particular time right. because i wanted well, your to... birthday I, the reason i was asking was because your birthday is in there too yeah, but i wouldn't really mind working on my birthday yeah, i've done it before but... but it's traditionally a time when people take off from yeah but i definitely wanted to take this birthday off just because I wanted to just kind of hang out. And at first I thought I would make my birthday pumpkin pie on that day. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know, our listeners may or may not know. Didn't you that, talk about the pumpkin that's pie That's what I was trying week? to say. Did I, did I talk about it last week? Uh-huh. Or sometime? A quick that, synopsis then. Let's not dwell uh, on quick, whether or not you did or whether yes, you didn't. Why, yes. why dwell in the middle ground, Diane? Why, why delve into the minutia of a particular uh, factoid uh, from uh, previous weeks when the time is going by so quickly? It was like it was 20 minutes ago. Yes, exactly. So yes. let me summarize. Oh, perhaps yeah. we should proceed then into the topic that we were... Do you even remember what we were talking yes, about? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, good. When I was a kid, I didn't really like birthday cakes, so I always asked my mother for pumpkin pie because I always felt that pumpkin pie was something we did not have enough of. Bingo. But I have been eating a much different diet these days. I have eliminated sugar from my, my diet completely, and I'm not eating in much in the gluten area. Well, anything in the gluten area. And you can't have gluten, so I was thinking... But we, pizza, Diane, pizza! But you were saying, what are we going to do for your pumpkin pie? Yeah, for your birthday. And I said, I'll find a recipe. And I did. And we, I made one yesterday just to see how it would work out. And 
wonderfully. Alice had stopped by, so... She got to try it with us. So we all did a deep dive analysis of the pumpkin pie. Yes, we delved into the minutiae, the, <laughs> the flavor essences, the little hints and notes. Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Of wood and uh, oak and... Uh, and <laughs> oh, boy. Alabaster. And, That's uh, good coffee. And, oh, my God. Uh, quartz <laughs> and... Uh, were there stone flavors in that pumpkin pie? Yeah, I broke a tooth. I broke, <laughs> I broke a tooth on the pie. It was really good. It was really good. It was good. funny because the first bite, everybody's kind of going, oh, because it looked so much like pumpkin pie. I think but everybody... The, but the, it's the first, the first thing that hits your taste buds doesn't quite taste right. And then the rest of it starts to yeah. settle in. It was a very strange phenomenon because it was just right at the top of the taste. I was like, oh. But then I was like, oh, yeah. Right. I felt like it left a very nice flavor in my mouth. Yes. For the, That's after true. I had eaten a bite, I'd go, oh. Well, I, I think it's it. It's kind of lulls around each, on your tongue. With each bite, I think it got better. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, it did. But I think you, it's because we sort of adjusted our yeah, expectations. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a little uh, taste bud shock on the first bite. That's less on the second bite. And by the third bite, you're noticing other things about the taste rather than that first thing. Yeah. So. We decided, however, that it needed a little bit more cinnamon than the recipe had called for. So yeah. I'm going to adjust that next time and see how we do. Yeah. But it was a great, um, it was great. It was especially great. Especially for, for somebody who's trying to stay away from yeah. anything. I think I will find it incredibly easy to finish off that first pie. <laughs> I don't so think it's going to be a hassle. I don't think I'm going to have to, oh, okay. It's, there's going to be none of that. It's going to be good. It's but be it good. was fun to bake again. I have not I have not baked cookies or cakes or pies in decades. Years. Decades, I would say. Maybe it is 40 years. Well, 40 because years. I, a lot of times I always felt like I don't need those kind of treats in my life. And yeah. so if I, if I have something like that, I'd rather just have it at somebody else's occasion yeah. or yeah, I remember you know. when I was younger at first I used to make bread I used to make bread every week when the kids were young but I also like made quiche and stuff like that yeah you know I don't do that anymore well we all have to adapt our diets with our aging bodies True that is for certain but I uh, uh I was thrilled to find an alternative because I'm a big pumpkin pie Lover. And really, yes. the ingredients of this pumpkin pie are all great. You know, yeah. pumpkin is a great, it's healthy, nutritious. Squash. Squash. Yeah. It's veggie. And it's just milk and eggs and and honey is the, the most decadent part of it. And it was not decadent. But it's amazing what, I don't know, I'm, I'm constantly amazed at spices. Yeah. Well, I'm also, I'm amazed at how when you cut out all the super intensified flavors of like flaming hot Cheetos and, you know, all the different kind of things and the Sour Patch gummies and the things that are, that just absolutely, uh, your taste buds OD, you know, we, we need a flavor blast or, you know, we're not, it's like we're conditioned to want, you know, supercharged flavors so you miss a lot of the subtlety. And when you take all those supercharged flavors out of your life, including sugar. Uh, and overabundance of salt. Overabundance of salt and all that stuff. Then you start to notice how the food tastes. 
That's why I don't spice up my my veggie stir fries that much. I I want to taste the the veggies, you know. I and, do like uh, spices, though. Yeah, I know you are a fan of the spices, and you make this the house smell fantastic. Well, uh, lately I've been every day I, there's this there's this smell that permeates the house around midday that's uh, quite nice. Well, between onions and garlic and curries, yeah, that's all you need to make it smell quite True nice. That. True that. But for this birthday, I had uh, the reason why I had asked you whether we could do a treehouse concert uh, is because, you know, pumpkin pie aside, there really isn't a lot to make it a special day unless you do something like this, you yeah. know, that uh, I've often wondered about the, the friends I have who are celebrating birthdays, what they're doing to make it special. I haven't really asked, but I had thought, well, the the thing that I've always done all through my time since 1984 is somehow have a musical event be a part of my birthday celebrations. And especially after I, uh, after you and I were married, a number of those were you and Kat. And because I have been spending a lot of my birthdays with Kat for a very, very long time. And I just wanted to have that experience even though we can't um that we have to have a socially distanced yeah last a year ago we did the night sky album release at the antique on your birthday right that's right and the funny thing is i remember that you were saying well the best time would be on your birthday but i don't know and i said no let's do it on my birthday if if they will allow it at the antique and sort of like a, a another celebration of my birthday like that 50th uh, birthday open mic right. and that was such a truly wonderful event and the thing that I really loved about it about both occasions is that it wasn't like my birthday was made the thing it was just and it's partially because I don't want it to be I just want it to be the joy of a celebration and um, as I said in the little video that we made up this this week um, that to me is the truest joy is just having for me birthdays or anniversaries or anything are just excuses for you to get together with your friends and celebrate a joyful experience whatever it is and it doesn't have to be about the person it just has to be about the the joy yeah. that you have in your lives together. And especially for me with with you and Kat, because as we were making up the video, I was just thinking about all the occasions I have spent with this group of people over this many years. You know, that's one of the truest joys of my life that even though... Like, Kat was living in Chicago for a while, and I mean, for a long while, yeah. and and I still had experiences with her, even when she was in Chicago, and I feel like having friends that you've known for 30, 40 years yeah. is one of the most marvelous things about aging in the world you get to we've talked about this before but i'm just going to reiterate Mm. 
because my birthday's coming up, so it makes me think about it. Oh. About how you get to watch the stories of people, what happens with them, the things that go wrong in their lives, the things that go right in their lives, and you see the whole pattern emerging, and it's just the most amazing, wonderful thing. So I'm just really tickled about this um, for my birthday because otherwise I don't know what we would have done to make it special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is, you know, this is pretty, this is relatively pain-free getting this thing together. Being in, being a songwriter is a whole different world now. You know, it is. It certainly is. Because you, you really do have access to an audience in a different kind of way. Well, and this kind of brings up our music for today. For it's me. true. It's because true. Um, I was just on Facebook right around the time that Orville Johnson was doing a, a, a sound check, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just checking out to make sure everything was working on his equipment. He was doing it a little early. And I was saying, oh, Orville Johnson is going to be yeah. doing a Facebook Live. Now, for me, I... I have really gotten into the Facebook Live where you actually are there while they're performing because I really, uh, just knowing how much it means to you and me that people are actually in the room, room, so to speak, and that (coughs) they are commenting and saying things really matters. So when I am attending a Facebook Live, I will amply provide comments because it's just meaningful to the musician yeah. and it's meaningful to me yeah, and the musician can't necessarily see all the comments at the time but when the right. when the broadcast is over then you then the performer can go back through and look at all the comments and respond but i did want to say the thing that was interesting is i shared it to my page and connor byrne who now lives in ireland yeah. i mean that's where he is from originally but he lived in Seattle for a long, long time, and now he is back in Ireland. He saw it on my page and said, oh, my gosh, you know, thank you so much for posting this. And he had posted a comment on my page to Orville. And I thought, oh, well, Orville wouldn't look on my page. So I sent it to him in, uh, in a comment. I just sent him a message to tell him about the comment. But I was thinking, here's... Connor in Ireland, who's able to to attend Orville's live concert, he wouldn't be able to attend otherwise. Mm-hmm. And it allows people who have gone really far away, you know, they will never be able to see these people, a chance to, to still engage in their performances, yeah. which really means a lot to me. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the World Wide Web. Yeah. You know? So definitely... I mean, I cannot deny that I miss being in the in the actual room, right? Um, because I love one of the things I always loved was hearing the reactions. Yeah, the vibration in the room. Yeah, like the, the feeling different. the bubble that was created between all these different microcosms: the performer to the audience, the audience to the performer, the uh, audience to the audience. Yeah. I always loved that, but. The Facebook Live still provides a little of that because you're getting the, you're getting some actual thoughts from the audience yeah. rather than just the applause and the feeling you're you're hearing, like sometimes Bill Woolham will say, 
this reminds me, this song always gets to me. It makes me think of a particular time in Eugene when we were there with friends and blah, blah, blah. So there are benefits and detractions for certain about this. But one of the wonderful um, things about it is having the ability to hear yeah. people you, you wouldn't usually get to hear. And there's good but. things you can do as a, as a watcher as a viewer, um, you know, cause I mean, everybody that's doing it has their little PayPal and Venmo links up there and stuff like that. And yeah, you want to, you want to support the artists, but not all the time can we afford to, to do it for, especially for watching multiple streams every day. And, but the thing you can do that will help the artist is to share it to your page Yeah. because that way anybody that goes to your page is going to see it too. Well, uh, just like more, my situation, gets, which yeah. I, I don't, you know, maybe Connor is friends with Orville, but has, maybe did his... Just happened onto your page first, yeah, or saw exactly. your, or when you shared it, it showed up in his news feed, or whatever. Well, I definitely think that, you know, that your interactions on the Facebook determine who you're going to see, too. Right, right, exactly. So but you can, program, you can program the algorithm to bring more live music into your news feed on Facebook just by watching it and sharing it to your page and doing those things. Um, and it, uh, it, it opens up a, it's like moving into a new town, you know, you got to find your way around, uh, in, in this and, and the algorithm is designed to help you find the way in terms of either advertisements based on what you buy or in terms of what enters into your news feed. The interesting thing about that comments, too, hmm. uh, we had talked about my participating in this Pacific Northwest photography, uh -huh. uh, PNW photography on Facebook. And uh, I usually would like things or actually love things because there yeah. are such fantastic photos. But recently I have commented on a few because there is this incredible photo of uh, a white crane flying at night up and it, its reflection was in the water and there was green on the bottom and I was just like oh my god that yeah. that photo is amazing and there was another photo of uh, of an owl that somebody had taken that it just looked like these portraits of these owls and I commented on that. And both of the the people that I commented on thanked me for the comment and said something, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, wow, I need to participate more in comments than just liking these because it's these are photographers who they're just they're artists in their own yeah, right, and they're they doing aren't, what we're doing. Yeah, you know? they're not necessarily they're, hearing from everybody they're putting it know? out there in the in a, in a venue that is available to them now. yeah you know, so, so yeah. anyway it's true it's true it's a strange world and time is compressing and uh, you know things are happening accordion like in time and space the quantum physics of these moments it's but orville but orville orville is kind of a, the steady masterful hand He's got a poise about him, Orville does, yeah. when he plays. And I have commented with friends of mine who are guitar players. It's like, he does way too much without appearing to move his hand very much. 
much. His <laughs> hand true. always looks like it's in the basic C position on the guitar neck, and he's just moving it up and down. And you don't see what his individual fingers are doing. And it's really, really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who does not oh. play that well at all. But uh, Orwell's a master of many instruments, uh, most notably the guitar and the dobro. And uh, also as a songwriter of great renown, both uh, on his own and in collaboration with people like Mark Graham. And, the mongrels. And of... The kings of mongrel folk, <laughs> the, yeah, is what they the call themselves. kings of mongrel folk. And uh, his Bandcamp page, which is just orvilljohnson.bandcamp.com. If there's a local singer-songwriter that you know of and you want to find their music, try thatpersonsname.bandcamp.com. Because most of the people I know who have Bandcamp pages, that's the address. So, you know, Sam Wise and, and on all the people that we talk about here on the show, usually you can find them on Bandcamp. More and more people are joining up on Bandcamp. And I think that's fantastic because I think it is a, a humane and a focused platform that, uh, you know, we can, we can, you can listen unlimited numbers of times to a whole album before you decide to buy it. You may never decide to buy it, and but you you're can, hearing the music. And you're, if you want to donate more... Right, you could you pay lets, $10 for an album, but you can also pay $20 for one album if you want to. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to support the artist and more, uh, and get something, you know. Mm-hmm. Beyond the performance that you watched uh, in the moment there on Facebook Live, you can actually have the music to listen to at other times in your life. Uh, and still be tipping the musician for the performance you just saw on Facebook. So, And it allows you to put a little note in to the musician. Yeah, yeah. So it's a cool site. But I I was so excited to see the, the performance by Orville yeah. because it is quite amazing to watch him. Yeah. And, and he did this amazing, amazing grace. Yes, he did. One of the things that I that I love about Orville uh, is that he's got a great metronome in his head. He's one of those people that you can he can just be playing solo, and he'll be playing he'll play the head he'll play the melody so that you know the song that he's in, and then he'll just go off. But you can just tap your foot, and he is right on it. You know he doesn't ever he doesn't ever lose the beat of the song, so that all the things that he's doing, which are riffing on the melody you can plant right into the syncopation of the song. And I think that's a, a special talent that Orville's got. And that performance he did, I think he was more, it was more up-tempo than some of his other live streams have been, and that appealed to me in that moment. Yeah. Um, so it's just, he's just a master. I first saw, or I, think, I think the first time I saw Orville play was... On Boxing Day, 1985, when Jim had invited me over to this house in Ballard that he was house sitting at to with my four-track cassette recorder to record, he and a couple of friends they wanted to cut some demos because they wanted to get some gigs around town, and I was like, "Sure, I'll do it," without knowing that you know, okay, wait a minute, I've got, I've got two microphones and <laughs> you know, a wire reverb unit that I took with me and stuff, where if you hit it, it would go, you know, and. But I did it, and I've still got that recording, and it was Jim and Orville Johnson and Tommy Hayes. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a power trio there. That was a big day in my in my growth and development because it was like I was like shaking 
I was nervous about the whole thing. I can imagine. Yeah. But I think they had one other microphone, so we were able to work with three microphones. But it was still challenging, and then I had to bring it home and mix it and then present them with the, the mixes. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing! <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing! Well, that he knew yeah. that you were I'm, not I'm a, sure when he called pro. me, I was like, Jim, I don't, I don't know how to use this thing. I'm just doinking around with it. But he was fine with that. It was worth a try. It was just recording a rehearsal, basically. But it was fun. Well... It's pretty marvelous that we've got all these people as local, our local treasure. Yep, it's true. true. And it's nice to be, you know, to get evangelical about it, to want to spread the word. Well, I am definitely an evangelical when it comes to the music of the Pacific Northwest, man. So we got some tasty nuggets from Orville Johnson. the power you can get the power you can get it today it gets strong when you use it if you don't it fades away use your power your power you can use it today it might sound small like a bird that's singing in the wind but it gets louder and longer and stronger is a muscle you better mean what you say cause you can get the power you can get the power you can get it today yeah you know you can get it today sound small like a bird that's singing in the wind but it gets louder and longer and stronger when we all join in your voice is a muscle you better mean what you say 
You can get the power. You can get the power. Yeah, you can get the power. Don't wait, you can get it, you can use it, you can speak it, you can say it today.